0: Welcome to Wide Open Day. I'm Heather Kelly, and this is the podcast where I get to speak with people about what it means to them to make the most of their day and how they do it. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello awesome listener. This is episode seven of Wide Open Day and I am so happy to bring you a conversation with music industry consultant Evelyn Cream. Just before we get into this episode though I'd like to share some good news with you. Wide Open Day is now available on Google Podcasts, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Woohoo! So please subscribe from your favorite podcast platform. Okay, now for this episode. In her personal life, Evelyn Cream has her Level 2 Reiki. And in her many years as a music industry professional, Evelyn has been an educator and director of international artist development for record label Warner Music, president of Athena Music doing international business development for musicians and record labels and industry organizations, and she currently works in senior management at Factor, the foundation assisting Canadian talent on recordings. So in this episode, Evelyn shares with us her thoughts about making the most of a day, including the importance of morning routines, some ways of dealing with working from home, and her approach to goals and keeping on track. I'm so happy to bring you this episode with Evelyn Cream.
1: Hello. Nice to be here. So, Evelyn, what does it mean to you to make the most of your day?
2: It varies, but it's always about trying to be happy with what happened in the day, whether it's going through my to-do list and getting things accomplished. Whether it could be helping people with something, or even like, oh, I better clean the house, and you see it looks so much better afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it can be going from being really, really busy to
1: doing absolutely nothing, and I can be content with those things. That's great. So how do you make the most of your day? What tools, systems, or resources do you use?
2: Well, what's really important to me is I've learned like the music industry, once you start your day, it can just go and it can go on for like right to midnight. So I start my day, and it's really essential I do this, and it was calm and peace. And I get up really early to do some stretches, to do some meditation to have a proper breakfast and get dressed so I don't feel rushed. So once I can start checking the emails, then it could be I just go. And that is one thing that just helps me, you know, start the day keeping grounded. And then as I go through the day, firm believer of creating to-do lists, and I usually, for work, I create my to-do list the night before. So when I start my day, I know what needs to be done. And sometimes, especially like in past, when we work at things like artist management or some labels, you could have your day planned out, but you start your day and it just totally goes in a different direction. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I do as much planning the night before, and I also plan my week on Friday afternoons. So I plan the whole week, I schedule everything, block the time. If I need to do a big project, that time is blocked out to do that. I have a clear way of thinking in the morning, so I will more likely tackle a a project that requires a lot of reading and thinking.
1: I'm more likely to do that in the morning. You're doing planning and scheduling for the week and then the night before for each day. Do you do all that on a paper or a notebook, or do you do it digitally or a
2: mix of both? I tried it digitally. I found it's just far better to do day timers. I have a, a day timer and, and a decent-sized one, like not huge but not really small. So I can just write down lots of notes. I need to do something. It's there, and I also will number in priority what needs to be done that day, and then I'll I block out the time for the meetings and also block out any time. For work, where I can see everything all in one page, and I don't have to look at another screen. I tried the digital. I tried it for a couple of years. But I found for me to see old-fashioned writing
1: out stuff, the day timers works the best. Yeah, when you find something that works, you stick with it for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you have goals or sort of milestones for your day, your week? your month, your year, project or aspirations? How about all the above? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I always sit down
2: at the beginning of the year and lay out what are my goals, my personal and my career goals for that year. But also you do look at long term. We all change. What my goal was, you know, five years ago can be different now. And then when I tackle like a big project, uh, we have I'll set very specific goals for that project, and then in creating my to-do list for the week, yes, there I put everything in priority of what what needs to be done, and you know I just found like I can lay out all this, I can plan all this, but I also have to be prepared to things change. Things can change so quickly, and I really believe in the model just going with the flow. Something just starts happening, especially, you know, if artist starts having success and all of a sudden there's all this activity, and you just have to run with it because all these it's opportunities that come up very often. And I guess in life, when an opportunity comes your way, grab it and run with it. You might have to shift direction, and that's fine. Well,
1: and speaking of changes, we're certainly living through a pretty changed time right now as we are still in primarily self-isolation through the COVID-19 time. Has that changed how you approach your day or what it means to you to make the most of your day?
2: Yes, we all had to deal with um definitely some changes. So I now have gone from working in an office to working from home. And I used to work from home before. So I I'm, I'm used to it. But it's it feels different this time. And yeah. part of my morning routine is going for a walk every morning and I do it in a quiet place and and practice social distancing. But you do it, you know, early in the morning it's pretty easy to do. And what it does is it clears my head and this being spring it's actually nice to go for a walk and you hear the birds sing and you see nature and tulips and daffodils starting to come up and bloom so it's just nice to get out of the house so that's been added and I'm still trying to find the right setup and it's more like when you go to an office and home there's a big separation if you have a dedicated home office, you can have that separation of your mind in your home. But when you're in a small Toronto place, everything is all in like one space. So I need to find a way to separate it. I've been one who I just work through lunch. So one thing I'm trying to do, not necessarily very successful at, but actually take that lunch break and try and do something different, whether it's yoga or even some short meditations during the break. And in this world that we're in where we're just dealing with so much heavy, heavy news and, and the music industry is just going through this drastic change right now, I'm finding that I need to... Find a way to just keep myself uplifted while supporting the people around me. So I'm just in the process of starting to create a morning playlist of music that makes me feel good. Cause when Love I,
1: it.
2: Yeah, because now my morning routine has always been to listen to talk radio, hear the news, hear what happened overnight, and not just in Canada and local, but also on the international level, what is happening. And I still need that. It's more important now than ever, but I need to do something just to keep me going and uh, get me in that really good mood, and all it can be is just one song.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You and I were talking, what is it, a couple weeks ago now, um, and you were saying how your approach to goals has shifted. Yeah, so
2: in this new world that we're in, and we don't know how long it's going to last. My feeling now is that it's going to be for for quite a while. So we have this new world. My original goals, especially for work, which involved all these international projects for this year, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm asking myself, what are my new goals in, during this COVID-19 world? What are they both professionally and personally? What does I want to accomplish within this? Because my original stuff can't do that, so it's fine. But what are my new goals now? And And I don't have the answer yet. I'm still working on that. But whatever it is I want to do, especially on a personal level, that then I can just focus on that and that just help me feel better as well. This world that we're in right now is just changing so fast that we just have to be able to go with the flow and changes. Maybe that itself is the goal, but again, I want to do something more concrete than that. Let's just acknowledge that what was there before we probably had to put on hold.
1: It makes so much sense to me that you're rethinking your goals partly because we are in a different way of thinking and being and working and partly because earlier goals just aren't as applicable now or as achievable or as relevant maybe because things have shifted in what we are actually able to do and not able to do in our work, particularly in the music industry. So I'm curious, are these goals for this interim time until we get to the next stage of things or are they bigger picture, longer term goals? That's a good question. Because...
2: This whole world, we're all going through such a profound shift. I think all of us are going to have our longer-term goals shift. We're seeing so much change and so much stuff we're not happy with, but also so much that we are happy with. I mean, people are talking about spending a lot more time with the family and it's going to be a good thing. You know, hopefully that will be a long-term thing. We've all noticed how the environment has improved. So that should be that's a good thing that I hope we can continue. And I know there's a couple personal habits that I've developed because of being in quarantine and something as simple as I don't have a dishwasher, so when I would go to work I would my dishes during the week would pile up. Now I do them every day. And they're really good. I actually put them away at night, so when I wake up in the morning there's a completely clean kitchen counter. And that is a new habit that I absolutely plan to continue. So that is a long-term thing. But I, I, we also need some short-term ones just to get us through this period, whether it's developing a new hobby or a new habit. You know, everybody's exercising less unless you're a jogger. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. People are meditating more as a way to help deal with anxiety around the situation. So maybe we just need to do something more to keep ourselves happy.
1: Yeah. I love that idea of forming new habits consciously. And it's interesting to me that that's rooted in noticing something, you know, at home a little mm. bit differently. It's, or maybe reacting to it a little bit differently because it has different effects now. But whatever it's rooted in, I really like that idea of forming new habits to deal with the current situation now that we want to take forward. Well, they say to develop a new habit,
2: I think it takes something like four weeks to do. Mm-hmm. So we've already been in quarantine now, what, nine weeks? developing a new habit, like my dishes, now become a habit because I've had the time and the space. So if there's something that someone develop this new habit, no matter what it is, then now's the time to do it. Chances are, I think we're going to be in quarantine for at least another four weeks.
1: Yeah. You have very set morning routines and I know you've been doing that for years and years and that it really sets your headspace for the day. Do you have end of day routines?
2: Yes, yeah, uh, not as fast as the morning one, but I've learned, especially in this industry where we just keep go, 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 I have to totally wind down a minimum of an hour before going to sleep, ideally two hours, just to clear out the head, to clear out the energy that you've built up all day long. And, you know, that's gone over the years from doing yoga. I actually would call yoga my sleeping pill. Hatha Yoga it just <laughs> totally relaxed me and kept me to sleep. Reading actual physical books, not doing electronics, I watched YouTube. I just as a way to unwind. So there. Uh so it's it's not as set in stone as it is in the morning, but it's something you need to do just to so you can have good night's sleep.
1: Do you have the other ways of keeping both thoughts and or tasks organized and clear for yourself?
2: I refer to my day timers throughout the entire day to remind me that oh yeah I was supposed to do that oh right (laughs) about that one. I also do try listen to experts and not look at the computer screen like they say every twenty minutes, which is that's impossible. Yeah, I feel like (laughs) you know if I can do that every hour, just shut the eyes away from the screen, just get up and go to the kitchen just for a break, and then when the nicer weather starts. I'll be able to sit outside on the balcony. That'll be lovely. (laughs) Yeah, I just I could do like the constant check. I could just like go throughout the day.
1: Is there anything else that comes to mind for you about what it means to you to make the most of your day?
2: It's all about what makes you feel good. Like sometimes, like I feel great when I get through all that to do list, but sometimes it can be just too exhausting. And I have to do this at least once a week. But absolutely, uh, set a block of time where I do nothing. I, mean, I need it for the mind and for the body just to recharge for the week. Like once a week, or do you do that daily? How do you How do you do that? I do it once a week, and it, it's on the weekend. I've learned I have to have. That time, even like doing nothing, is playing with the cats or something like that. And that just helps me for the week. And I tend to do that more on Sundays. And I've also learned uh, I don't like going to shows on Sunday nights
1: because that's also part of my quiet time, my downtime. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, when we're doing nothing, we're all doing something. Yes. <laughs> even if you're, you know, playing with your cats, that's doing something. For some people, doing nothing might be, you know, watching Netflix, right? <laughs> what, is, what are you doing when you're doing nothing?
2: I am blessed to have this spectacular view, of the city skyline and the sky and and nature, flies by. Birds are always fly by, including lots of hawks and all kinds of birds. So nature going on outside is meditative. And that's part of my doing nothing. As I'm watching a seagull, go by right now.
1: You know what's hilarious is as we're talking, there's a little female cardinal right oh. outside my window looking oh. at me. Oh, and the male cardinal just, just came and joined her.
2: That's amazing. Watching nature and even, like, going to a park and just, you're doing nothing. But I find that can be very calming.
1: Yeah, I think we do need more and more of that calming and grounding activity. You've always been very good at it, and it just seems like we need so much more of that now. Yeah, we all do. Well, thank you, Evelyn. It's so wonderful to talk with you always. And I totally appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today for Wide Open Day and share what it means to you to make the most of your day. Well,
2: my pleasure. And thank you very much for inviting me.
0: This has been an episode of Wide Open Day. I'm Heather Kelly. Thank you for being here. You can find more podcast episodes and articles at WideOpenDay.com. Until next time, be well, and I hope you find ways to make the most of your day, whatever that means to you.